gmail.com. Hey dudes, dudettes, people, how the bloody hell are you going, mate? It's a Saturday night here in uh, beautiful, beautiful Port Hedland. Um, sometimes beautiful. Coming into the time of year where it's beautiful anyway. I'm still a little bit resentful because the summer's just finished, so another month I'll be saying beautiful Port Hedland uh, without any irony uh, to it. But it is uh, a Saturday evening. Here I'm I'm home, uh, well, not alone, the kids are here. They're in bed, my wife's away, but I'm here, uh, now I'm on my own, awake, me and the, the cat, and the dog's sleeping in my daughter's room, in a little, little shit, um, but I'm here on my own, mate, sipping on some Herodura, Herodura, uh, Añejo tequila, which is what I was drinking in, in Bali, I bought the, the I bought Herodura at uh, Duty Free on my way over to Bali, which was quite a pleasant little surprise. I'd been, you know, when you're buying something like a, a spirit, so, you know, whether you're a whiskey drinker or you're a rum drinker or a bourbon drinker or a tequila drinker like myself, um, you tend not to stray too far from, you know, the, the old faithfuls. When you go out perhaps to like a whiskey bar or a tequila bar or something like that, you'll try, you know, uh, you'll try some different drinks because you're just going to have the one and you're keen to, well, you're resigned to spending the money and having a few different drinks. But when you're buying a bottle and you're talking about $100, $110, $120 a bottle, and it's, you know, in my case, it's going to last me a month, thereabouts, uh, you don't really want to take too many crazy risks. I've bought some unknown and Yeho tequilas in the past. I've still got one sitting in my fridge I bought last year. It's disgusting. I'll probably end up having it in Slammers one one evening when, you know, not Slammers, um, uh, Margaritas one evening, um, you know, at some point in time. That's the plan anyway. But it's gross. Can't drink it on the rocks. Can't drink it neat. So when I went over to Bali, um, in the um, duty-free section, they didn't have the tequilas that I normally drink that I feel comfortable with in my safe zone. You know, Casamigas, Corazon. Um, there's a couple of others that I've tried that I know. I'm trying to think of the name of it off the top of my head. And I can't. There's an organic one that's actually pretty nice. Um, Don Julio, I have tried. Not my favourite, but I could. I, I can handle it. You know, it's not... I, I enjoy it, it's just not my favourite. But yeah, they didn't have any of those, so I bought the Herodura and I was like in the duty-free shop like Googling it, seeing what kind of, you know, what what flavours uh, profile it has and what it's similar to and ended up just biting the bullet. It cost me 70 bucks, which I now know is a pretty good deal. It's about 30, 40 bucks cheaper than you'd normally get it. Um, 40 bucks cheaper than you'd get it in Headland. Um, and it was a you know, really nice... Really nice tequila. It's um, it's got the vanillary, sweet sort of undertones that I like. Doesn't kind of have the caramelly finish though that I'm used to with Casamigas and Corazon. It's got like a a spicy kind of peppery finish, which was a bit like the first time I had it, it was a bit jeez. But once the particularly on this tequila, once the ice melts in there a bit, it really softens the flavor and, and enhances the profile as well 
can have a sip now. Yeah, there's like a, yeah, it's almost a peppery finish to it, which is really nice. And it's an Añejo. I can't get any other Añejos in town at the moment. I can get a Casamigas Reposado, which is good, but for 120 bucks, it's not the top-notch tequila. Um, so I bought this the other day, and it was a good price. It was 110 bucks. I'm really happy with it. It's a really nice tequila. So I'm sitting here sipping on that um, and thought I'd do my podcast tonight, even though I am kind of pretty smashed, to be honest. Um, pretty wrecked. The missus is away at the moment. She's down in Perth, so I'm full time dad, full time working. Uh, you know, house. Excuse my, excuse my derogatory uh, language. Um, thought I'd put a warning on this one. House bitch, um, as well. I say that in in jest. People don't get too butt hurt over it. I, I I cook and clean anyway. Any any given Sunday, but um, more so when my wife's away, obviously. Um. So, you know, kind of doing it all, man. This morning, I got the kids, we got up early, we went to the gym. I had them booked in for the 6.45 craze session at the gym so I could get in there. I've been doing these midweek sessions and just like rushing them. I've got like 45 minutes, basically 40 to 45 minutes to get in and do a workout after work before the after school care closes and I have to go pick my daughter up. Um... So I got in there, did a gym session this morning. Then I was cleaning the house all day, man. We got home at like uh, about nine o'clock, and I was cleaning the house till like nearly two. So just at hard out, just cleaning all day, because um, you know, as much as I tried to stay on top of the mess and the bullshit during the week, it like it just gets a little bit worse every day. Monday was house was pretty tidy. Tuesday was yeah, it was not too bad. A couple of things building up here and there. Wednesday I was like, all right, I'll have to do a bit of a, a midweek tidy up. Thursday I'm like, okay, there's some shit like that's just building up around the place now and, and my generic like twenty minute, half hour clean during getting the kids washed and dressed and dinner cooked and all that and into bed and all that stuff like isn't getting rid of the residual shit that's lying around. And then come Friday it's like this house is fucking trashed, man. Um and not food wise, like my house isn't gross. I can't handle having food lying like old dirty dishes lying around and empty cups and fucking shit like that. Like the dishes have been done every single day. I've been washing clothes every day. Um but just junk kids toys and shit like, like thongs here and there's a fucking pillow in the middle of the hallway that shouldn't be there and there's f- fucking you know blankets strewn across the f- half on the couch half on the floor and fucking toys out on my dining table and just shit building up throughout the week so i got on top of all that today felt bloody good started down one end of the house and just methodically went through each room and cleaned up and removed shit and um did a big tidy up mopped up here at the whole house and it was like yeah man i was i was knackered at the end of it but it was like just that good clean uh vibe and energy um and you know i'm I'm probably like i'm not i'm being going to bed because i'm dropping the kids at school i'm getting up about an hour later than usual but i'm also going to bed a bit later because of that so i kind of just shifted my body cycle a bit so I'm, I'm I'm possibly borrowing borrowing energy with my pre workout a little bit at the moment, um, rather than having legitimate energy. But I'm getting it all all done, and I think if I have a good sleep tonight and a bit of a lie in tomorrow, 
Um, you know, I can lie in without an alarm tomorrow. I should come come good by by tomorrow, tomorrow. Uh, I'm, I'm back on a few different supplements as well at the moment. Like I'm doing, obviously, I, I take my pre-workout and then I take like your BCAAs or EAAs when I do my workouts, which is like amino acids, essential amino acids and branch chain amino acids. If you don't care about health and fitness, you're probably droning out right about now. But for other people who do care, that's just one of those. There's certain supplements that are pretty heavily uh, um, studied and tested and, and they've got good data on and you know creatine probably being one of the better ones creatine is proven to be really good for building muscle muscle recovery it's actually a nootropic as well it's good for brain function um cognitive cognitive function uh and your bcaa's and eaa's would be one of the other heavily uh researched and beneficial supplements so i take the minimum i do a pre-workout do my bcaa's and creatine and they're the ones that are really proven to, to actually work. You can spend so much money on supplements and different drinks and this and that and shakes and all sorts of bullshit. But really, the the, the main ones that actually help me recover and make me and hydrate hydrates you and gives you electrolytes and shit as well. Something like that that's really that's practical and beneficial for me. I just keep it. I keep it simple. Um, but I have just recently got back on the like the lion's mane. Um, life cycles lions, 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 main mushroom, and I got some alpha brain coming too because I've just got they're both nootropics, um, you know, good for cognitive function. And, and I've like, I feel like I was talking about this today with someone. Um, I feel like my word recall is getting worse, it's been bad for a while, years now. I never had this issue when I was younger. Possibly I smoked too much weed as an adolescent. Like they say that that's pretty fucked for your brain development, smoking, you know, um, through your teen years heavily. I did a bit of that. Possibly it's that. I think perhaps um, head trauma. I've had a couple of concussions, one in particular sort of um, 10 years ago now uh, when I got king hit at the the Northwest Fest 2013 in Port Hedland and, and fractured my face, got titanium plates put in my cheekbone, fractured my orbital, cracked my cheek, uh, my jaw and my nose. And um, I reckon since then I've had issues with my memory, like my word recall and stuff, and feels like it's getting a little bit worse. I'm getting a bit older, so I hope there's not like a deterioration of the old, uh, the old brain uh, in, at the moment, so I am sort of leaning on some of those new tropics and cognitive enhancers at the moment because um, I feel they do help. It's like if you're concentrating on the fact that you got bad bad word recall, word recall, bad uh, yeah, word recall like myself, um, you notice a difference when you have something like a, a lion's mane or 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 an alpha brain that you have a bit more of a flow in your in your conversation because I'm bad man like normal everyday words I forget them all the time so then it makes you like stop stop and study your your sentences they don't just flow out of you the normal words you know and you know and they should just be readily available to you they don't like you they don't come you're searching for them happens to me and it happens at work you know like in the building industry I've been in the building industry for over 20 years I know what I know and I know a fair chunk of shit 
when I'm describing things or talking about things, talking about building materials, talking about the way we do things, processes and shit, and, and, and I blank on the mundane, everyday words, materials, terminologies, and it fucking does my head, and it's so frustrating just explaining something. I know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to explain it to somebody, and then I'm stuttering, not stuttering, but stopping and stammering and trying to find the fucking word just to fucking get the sentence out. It does my head in. I feel that's getting worse, hey. I had somebody ask me today if they think it's got worse since I had COVID or since I had the vaccine. I don't know. I definitely think it is getting worse. I am getting older though and, and maybe just some, yeah, could just be cognitive deterioration. I don't know. Frustrating the fuck out of me though. Hopefully new tropics will help. If not, hopefully tequila helps. Um, I always get the answer in the end. Like I've just finished doing, you know, I've, I was studying for two years, doing my diploma. I can, my, the brain works. I know what I'm, what I want to say, and I get there eventually. But like on the fly, bang, 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 bang. What that? What's that word? What? What's that point I was trying to make? Where's that information I was trying to bring up to bolster my my the, my, argue, my argument here or whatever? It's it's like, it's yeah, it's been a bit tricky and it's not great for podcasting either when you're trying to podcast and you're stuttering and stammering around the place it's um it's an issue man something i've got to uh work on if i can i don't even know what you do take fucking nootropics who knows but yeah speaking of pre-workouts and supplements there's came to my attention a few weeks ago that these fucking dork parents in Port Hedland, were up in arms about this prime energy drink, right? But they went after the wrong drink. There was a message sent out through to school parents saying that Woolworths was selling prime energy and it was banned on school premises, right? And that it was also apparently the kids were fighting over it and because this drink has huge amounts of caffeine in it. So let's take a step back. Let's break down what's going on here, right? Prime Prime is Logan Paul's brand. He's a he's a YouTube star. He's a he's got massive influence with the kids because of that. But there's two different prime drinks currently. There's prime hydration and prime energy. And prime energy is sold through supplement stores. It's hard to get in Australia, and I don't think it's sold in Port Hedland at all, as far as I know. It's certainly not sold on the, the shelves at, at Woolworths. Prime Hydration, which apparently is sold in Woolworths, is a coconut-based, it was a coconut water-based drink. It's got zero sugars, it's got electrolytes, BCAAs, and it's it's actually really healthy. and it's, it's a good thing for kids to drink in a hot climate or if they're playing sport, right? These fucking dork parents didn't even do their homework. They've just heard the words prime and decided it was bad and needed to be banned because they heard that, you know, prime energy, it's got so much caffeine in it and kids are drinking drinking it and trying to fight over bottles of it on the shelves and shit like that, right? And just decided it needed to fucking be banned. It's fucking so embarrassing. These parents are my generation, man. These are, These... They're my generation. I went to school with this generation of parents, right? We were the same kids. They were the same kids that I went to school with who who 
thought our parents were so fucking dorky when they tried to ban things and go against trends that they didn't understand because they were scared. And now they're doing it. We're doing it. Whatever you want to say. We're doing it. It's the fucking wrong drink. You're fucking dorks, man. So it's just so fucking embarrassing, mate. You just hear fucking something, it triggers you, you think fucking, oh, Prime Energy is fucking terrible, we need to fucking ban this drink, get it off the fucking shelves of Woolworths, fucking kids aren't allowed to have it at school, it's not even the same fucking drink, man, you're that fucking terrified of a fucking, of a trend, you're just going to go blanket banning anything with a similar fucking name to it, it's like how marijuana ended up when it was, when it was, um, made illegal, hemp got fucking made illegal with the same fucking stroke of the brush because it was, they didn't know the difference between it. No one did their fucking research. Even though it's not uh, psychoactive, there's no THC in hemp, it got made illegal as well. Same kind of thing. It's just fucking ban prime hydration because we don't want the kids drinking prime energy. No shit, you don't want them drinking prime energy. It's got 350 milligrams of caffeine in it or something. It's a fucking belter of a fucking pre-workout. The supplement shop in South Hedland is full of belter pre-workouts with fucking 300 plus milligrams of caffeine in it. You're not banning those. Fucking completely ridiculous, mate. Completely bloody ridiculous. Hmm. Speaking of the pre-workouts in the gym, and I mentioned I am having to go to the gym in the afternoon at the moment. It's not ideal, as I said, I only get about 45 minutes, uh, you know, I've got to get in there, quickly get into my gym attire, pump, throw down a pre-workout, fucking get into the gym and flog my way through my workouts, and it's pretty busy there in the afternoons, and they're not like the usual morning crew that, that I know, so I'm like a bit like, yeah, apprehensive, and 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 because it's so busy, you've got to like keep your eye on the next piece of equipment you want to use while you're doing another work, another exercise. So like I'm doing my exercise, and when I got one set left, I'm like planning my next moves. I know what I want to go next to. On that that machine's taken, that one's taken. On that one's, yep. Someone's just hopped off that machine. So you got to then go while you before you finished your set, you got to go over and throw a towel or a drink bottle or a phone or something on the next machine, and kind of claim it just to put other users off going there. And I hate doing that because it seems kind of arrogant. But if you don't do it, you end up just floating around doing whatever fucking exercise is available and you won't have a good session, especially if you're on a time limit like me. You just walk around doing like, this isn't what I planned on doing and fucking super, super frustrating if you look over and there's someone there just gas bagging or there's three of them sharing a machine and fucking half-assing it and you're just like, get the fuck off. I had that fucking planning my workout next. So you kind of got to go, you got to be a bit more um, you gotta be, you gotta be onto it, man. Cause I look, I I am on a mission when I'm at the gym. I'm not there to fuck around. I chat to people who I know because they're like, you know, we see each other there quite often. Um, it's a bit of a community, but I don't drag it out, man. My conversations and in the afternoon, I don't have time to stop and chat. Now I'm, I'm on a fucking mission. Like I time my breaks. I I do um. 45 seconds to you know, depending on what the exercise is, minute to a minute and a half max for my breaks. I know exactly what exercise I'm doing and in what order I'm doing them. Uh, I don't fuck around, mate. It's just all business for me. So you have to be ruthless in the Arvo sessions so you just end up fucking wandering around wasting time. You know, I've got a short window of time. got to get, got in there and get it done. Positive is, though, I'm just stronger in the afternoons. 
Um, you walk out, you walk in, you've obviously been at work all day, you're just warm, you, everything's moving already. And even though I feel good in in the morning, mentally I feel good, I'm focused, uh, that's when I like to do my workouts. On my best morning, I'm, I'm not as strong as I am on an average afternoon, which is so odd because I just walk. You just walk in there in, in in the afternoon. You do a smaller amount of warm ups and you're ready to go. And I can just lift more weight. I lift more weight and I have more energy, um, which is really odd. Um, I come out of my morning sessions feeling a million dollars and I warm up near the end of it. But I guess it's just the fact that your body's still waking up. You know, I wake up at 4 a.m., I'm in the gym for 5 a.m., so by 20 past 5, I'm sort of deep in, you know, well into my workout, but I'm, I'm just not, apparently, uh, fully warmed up. So, which is, um, yeah, fucking, uh, yeah, I didn't think it would be that noticeable, but it fucking is. So that's a positive, working out in the afternoon. I'm, I'm stronger, I'm, I'm lifting more weight, I'm getting good work in. Um, yeah. So obviously I said I am on my own at the moment. The missus flew down to Perth last week. She said it was a packed plane. I hate packed planes, especially when you you got kids with you. It can be bloody fucking stressful. Um, she's like I think she was sandwiched in between two people and you're sitting on the row. I fucking hate that man when you're sandwiched in between people and you got the um the battle for the armrest on the planes, you know? It's fucking Sometimes uh, if you're like last in or whatever, you sit down and you you realise you've missed your you've missed your opportunity to claim the armrest, and like you know you got to wait patiently for your opportunity to snipe your armrest back from the dude next to you. No one says anything. There's unspoken rules. No one says anything. You don't make eye contact. It's all very subtle, but very very uh, distinct as well what's going on no one says anything or reacts but we just all know that we're that that like the dance that we're playing you know and from the outside watching outside watching looking in it looks like nothing's going on but to the people involved it's like a strategic battle that's begun for the armrest man a battle will be fought and there'll be a clear loser and a clear victor and you guys will know exactly what's fucking going on when you're in there, ground zero. Now, the rules, I feel like the rules for the armrests are actually quite simple, um, if you take time to think about them. Window seat gets the window and gets one armrest. Aisle seat gets more leg room and toilet access, and they get one armrest. The middle seat gets sandwiched between two fucking people and so he gets two armrests that's the way it goes right you're in the aisle you take the aisle armrest you're in the window you take the window armrest you're in the middle you take fucking both armrests it's quite simple it's fucking tried and tested we all instinctively know this some people just don't fucking play by the rules do they if you're in the middle and the fucking dude next to you snakes your armrest don't worry about being polite they've just punched you silently in your manhood or your 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 self-respect is fucking it's it's on the line mate you damn well got to get that armrest back fuck that guy he knew what he was doing he knew what he was doing he's just fucking testing to see if you're a bitch or not so you just wait for your opening when he uses his arm to grab his food or adjust his seat or get his phone out of his bag or 
or watch a movie or whatever, bam, you snake that fucking armrest straight back from that fucker. Just don't say a word. Don't look in his direction. Don't act smug. Don't give away any indication you know what you just did. Fucking he knows, mate. Unless he's a fucking psycho, he'll know that he deserved it and that you're not a fucking bitch and that you've rightfully claimed your armrest back and that should be the fucking end of it, right? But stay alert. You might be a sore loser. You might try to reverse the situation again if he gets any openings. You just got to figure out his intentions on the fly, man. Like, it's a simple but nuanced game. There's high stakes. Only the bold will fucking win, mate. You can't let these pricks snake your fucking armrest, though. It's, it's fucking... It's a... It's a a good metaphor for, for other parts of your life, mate. You know, you can't let some prick bitch you out and steal your fucking... You're the middle guy on the plane... You get those fucking armrests, mate. It doesn't matter if he's fucking six foot four, 120 kilos. The moment he fucking moves his arm to adjust, you fucking snake your elbow in there. Guarantee, unless he's a psychopath, he won't fucking, he won't, he won't, he won't say boo. He knows. He knows what he's fucking doing. He knows the rules. He knows the fucking rules. So I was out fucking uh, walking, walking my dog the other the other morning. I've been walking her in the mornings since the, the missus has been away. Used to do it in the afternoons. I do it in the mornings now. Um, bit of a change up in the routine. And, uh, you know, she, she she snapped off a, a, off a shit and it just got me thinking that I wish... Don't you wish our assholes were like dogs' assholes? They just snap off a turd and then just walk away. It's like a clean break. They just... Snap. Yep. Done with that. Move on with my life. You know? And my dog holds her tail up in the air when she's walking. So it's a clear view of her asshole after her shit too. And it's just clean as a whistle. Doesn't matter if it was a picture perfect looking dog poo or it was an off coloured sloppy number. She just tightens up that bum hole, snaps it off and trots off clean as a whistle. I I can spend like ten minutes wiping my ass some days. Like what the fuck? Ten minutes. This is an actual poo that's left in there, and I'm just retrieving it one wipe at a time. Why didn't that poo come out as a log, man? I'm through. You know, you're like I'm through to the third layer of skin on my butthole sometimes, and this shit just keeps on coming. And. I was sounding out this premise while walking my dog the other morning, right after she just had a crap and trotted off like a fucking boss, right? And 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 right as I said the bit where I go, oh, I can spend ten minutes wiping my ass some days. So I was saying that out loud. I was like running through this in my head, and then I heard footsteps over my shoulder, and I turned to see a lady jogging past me, like right there. My initial thought was, oh, she'll have her headphones or earphones in or something. She wouldn't have heard me. But as soon as I turned around, I immediately realised she had nothing in her ears. She's just jogging down the street with no music, like a fucking psycho. I just couldn't help but laugh at what kind of thoughts I'd left her with as she tried to pass me for, for the day. Like, as I'm, like, talking out loud, saying that out loud, on the footpath, 7am in the morning for no fucking apparent reason, and just her trotting past and just hearing me, I can wipe my eyes for 10 minutes some days. <laughs> just... How did I, how how did I spin her, her the thoughts for her the rest of her morning? 
hopefully it fucking sent her down a, a weird track. But seriously, back to the toilet paper. How are we so far behind in the shit game? Like, we're supposed to be the superior species, and we're still wiping our asses with pieces of fucking paper like goddamn Neanderthals. It's it's literally one step past using a piece of bark. We innovated one more step past wiping our filthy asses clean with a piece of paper bark with fucking insects living on it, and then just thought, yep, that's as far as we need to take this. Perfect solution for this problem. We've we've created the internet and electric cars, smartphones, went to the fucking moon and back, delved into quantum physics, and at the same time, the vast majority of humans are still smearing shit across their assholes with a with a piece of thin paper between the feces and the hand that they feed themselves with, and we're all just okay with that. What the fuck? Have you used a bidet? They are the duck's nuts, mate. It's so superior to toilet, and it's just not, to toilet paper, sorry, and it's just, it's not a common appliance yet. Like, I feel like this will be something we're ashamed of in another 50 to 100 years. Like, we've figured out 3D printing, but we haven't figured out that a shit-stained surface needs to be washed to be actually clean and that our hands shouldn't be involved in the process. If you wiped your ass, right, and you wiped, you overwiped and smeared shit up your balls or vagina or whatever, would you just wipe it and be about your day? Or would you have a shower or source some water or a rag or a wet wipe or something? Of course you would. But we just don't afford that sort of reverence for the poor old assholes. Yeah, you know, I've probably left some people with uh, uh, some serious questions right now, right? They're questioning my wiping method. I've had this debate before. The age-old debate of whether you wipe front to back or back to front. Whether you wipe around the back or from through the legs, yeah? And this one usually... This usually splits the room, right? And if you're wondering, yeah, I wipe through the legs from front to back, from back to front, sorry. And I've had people say, but don't you smear shit up your balls doing it back to front? And the answer to that is no. What the fuck? Of course not. I've been wiping my ass for nearly 40 years. I've figured out how not to smear shit all up my balls in that period of time. But I'm a I'm a I'm a back to front guy, man. I like to know what's going on. I feel like there's a bit more you know, guesswork, a bit a bit more ambiguity going the other way, and and, and reaching around like you're gonna move forward to fit your hand down behind your ass between your ass and the toilet seat. Like there's already a gap at the front. Like there's, there's already a gap there, man. But we're all cretins anyway. It doesn't matter back to front, front to back through the legs, around the back, fucking whatever you're doing, we're, cr- we're fucking cretins, man. We are cretins. Wiping our asses clean with a piece of fucking toilet paper and just calling it a day and moving on with our life. Fuck me. I'm no better than you guys. I'm doing the fucking same thing, but I've used bidets. I've had those toilets with a little psh, 
jet water comes out and man it's it's superior that's the way to go you actually feel like you're clean when you get off there but anyway i digress um i don't know what else is really going on uh for me at the moment uh we know that things are starting to get better in headland weather wise we know that there's the possibility of some venues opening up this year. The turf club should be ready, hopefully, for race season. The heady is making some progress. It'd be nice to see that open while the weather's still nice during the year. No idea what's going on with the yacht club. It'll be nice to see that open up again this year. It's been a while. Um, you know, we've had, like, the Beef and Beer Festival last weekend. they got something on down at the the Civic Centre this evening. So it's a good time of year to be in Port Hedland. And as I said, I am still a little resentful after the summer. Those feelings should start to heal over the next month or two and really start to enjoy this town again as the beach gets beautiful. We'll start spending time down Spoil Bank, going for walks like I have been the last few weeks. So it is a beautiful time coming upon us in Port Hedland. We'll start having fire pits outside, start going camping. This is what it's about. This is what we're here for. This is what we live for in this town. So it's nice that that time is, is upon us. Um, and I hope it's a good season for, for everyone this year as well. Um, look, mate, that is it. Uh, that's all I need to say today. The episode was called Prone to Ramblin'. Uh, I think that's pretty fitting. That was the name of the song that brought us in. And I'll probably just spend a good 30 minutes rambling to you all. So I hope you've enjoyed the damn podcast, mate. I say it every week. I say it every time. Follow the Instagram page. Follow the Facebook page. Subscribe to the YouTube. Share it to your friends. Fucking tell your friends about it, man. Flick the flick an episode off to your friends and say, listen to this fucking dude and go follow his fucking page. Um, yeah, that's how we that's how we grow, man. That's how we fucking grow. Uh, appreciate your time. Appreciate everyone listening and the feedback. I've been getting some good feedback on some of the some of the listeners lately, which I love. Um, I'm not the best at taking feedback, especially face to face. It's just like a that's just me, but I but I do enjoy it. So don't stop um, with the feedback. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Finish my tequila. Um, go put myself to bed. Wake up and have another. Another chilled out day hanging out with the kids. They're actually hanging out with their uncle tomorrow for a few hours and I'm going to go to the gym and then going to go out for lunch with, with my brother and, and, and the kids and that'll be it for, for Sunday. So hope you guys have had a good weekend. Enjoy the rest of your your, your time with your family or whatever there is you're doing. Uh, and I'll we'll, we'll be back next week. I'll be back next bloody week. All right, take it easy, take it easy, guys. Uh, prone to rambling, episode one hundred and fifty, average man podcast. Peace.